Are certain perfumes for men or for women? I get asked this question a lot when I'm helping people to find a fragrance. And whilst it may be true that many mainstream scents are marketed towards one gender or another, the reality is that this is just marketing spin. Venture into the world of niche scents and you'll find much less distinction along gender lines. So can a man wear a floral scent? Absolutely yes. Can a woman wear something woody or spicy? Again, absolutely yes. I'd really encourage you to see the marketing gender of a scent as just that, marketing, and nothing more. Experiment with what you like and what suits your skin rather than being confined to the small box that some marketer who's never even met you has tried to cram you in. Wearing a fragrance that makes you happy is such a joy that it completely doesn't matter if that's in a pink bottle or a blue one, although the fact that companies do actually still do that really annoys me. I can't stress enough that you should wear what makes you happy regardless of how it's packaged. Life's too short to wear the wrong fragrance for you. I'm Nicola Thomas, and you're listening to The Sniff. First up today, we're going to look at the fragrance Balder Freak by Byredo or Byredo, depending on how you pronounce it. Now, Byredo are an unusual brand. They're um, incredibly cool and they're doing very well for niche perfumery. I first came across them in Tallinn, actually, a few years ago, and I stumbled across a really friendly, really excellent perfume house right in the centre of the city. They took the time to introduce me to Byredo and DS and Durga, and that really was a great introduction for me. Byrodo were founded in about 2006 by Ben Gorham, who, from the looks of their About Us page, is just about the coolest person ever. He's got those tattoos and this icy stare and highlights the fact that he's from Sweden. It's ticking a lot of millennials' boxes. The Byrodo fragrances are very popular with people who are into niche and pseudo-niche type fragrances. They're a little off the beaten track sometimes, and they have a very large product line with something like 29, 30 different scents on their website. Balder Freak's one of Barado's bestsellers, and I don't think that's a surprise, given that it's quite easy to understand and to wear, and that it's quite appealing to both men and women. The notes that are listed for Balder Freak are African Marigold, Bergamot, Buku, Lemon, Neroli, Cyclamen, Jasmine Petals, Violet, Black Amber, Cedarwood, Musk and Vetiver. Now what's Buku, you may ask? It is an, a plant from South Africa which is used to make medicine but it's also renowned for its aromatic properties. It's described as smelling kind of slightly sulfurous green so it kind of adds a very savoury herbal note to the mix. The opening of Byrodo is really energetic. It's a burst of dry pressed flowers and a really substantial lemon that has a dense thick smell about it. The flowers you get are very clearly marigold right from the start which is good considering they're listed in the notes. I think marigold I find it quite an interesting flower in perfumery. 
it is floral, but there's a real edge to it, a kind of bitter greenness that cuts through that sort of diffuse floral sweetness. It has a slightly acrid tang to it at times as well. And I find it a bit like the flower equivalent of sniffing a grapefruit. It's got that kind of sweet and citrusy, but it's tangy and bitter all at the same time. The top notes of Baldafrique are reminiscent of the scent of the very, very yellow centre of Marguerite Daisies, which is, I know that's a bit of a specific reference to make, but if you smell them, they have that same almost slightly burnt rubber vibe. It's it's bright and citrusy, but it's almost slightly burnt rubber at the same time. And that's exactly what this fragrance smells like to me. The middle of Baldafrique matures to being like marigolds in a dry, dusty field. There's a definite warmth to the scent and a dryness which goes nicely with the lushness and hints of green that we get in the top. Bergamot starts to come through here as well, uh, and that again tempers the florals and stops them becoming overpowering. I don't pick up the cyclamen, the jasmine, or particularly the violet, certainly at least not distinctly enough to pick them out, There is this sort of pleasant floral wash under the marigold and bergamot, though, which I think is their contribution. It's really hard not to smell this scent and imagine summer, sunshine, holidays, new places to visit, excitement, things like that. It very much smells like the colours yellow and orange. There's a real weight in the base of Baldafrique, which I liked. The florals are anchored in place with a sticky, prickly amber that adds a great degree of warmth and longevity to the finish. There's a muskiness and a lovely, earthy lemon vetiver as well. The scent notes also list cedar, which I do get hints of, but which for me is eclipsed by the vetiver. And I imagine that different skins would kind of bring that out to a greater or lesser degree. Baldafrique is a really cheerful, summery, sunny fragrance. It's got a warm glow to it. And wearing it is a bit like sunbathing, although hopefully with less skin cancer risks. I'd recommend wearing it in summer or spring when you need reminding of what's you know what's coming, what the sunshine's like. Byrodeau don't describe their fragrances but as being particularly for men or women. And this is one of those scents that we can imagine really suiting people of all genders. I think some people will really bring out the woody and bitter notes more than others. Personally, for me, my skin seems to accentuate the citrus and the florals. And really, we would recommend you try it on yourself before you buy it. The longevity of Baldafrique is is quite good. It seemed discernible around tea time from an early morning application, which is, that's great as far as we're concerned. The packaging has a really gorgeous minimalism, which is surely Scandinavian inspired. The short round bottles have have got a really gorgeous weight and heft to them, and they're really tactile. Byrodo, uh, they probably sit around the middle of the whole niche bracket. Fifty milliliters of Byrodo retails for about ninety five or hundred pounds. They're definitely a brand though to check out if you're looking for something really cool. Are you looking for your signature scent that's a little bit off the beaten track? What smell do you associate with your mum? Hugo Boss. Because that's what she wears. And TCP. Uh, probably um, the actual perfume, Poison. Because for comfortably 30 years, my dad would buy her a bottle every Christmas. And that was her smell, and that's still like 
uniquely my. I don't. I don't think I've ever smelled it anywhere except my mum. Because it's called poison. I don't have a smell that I associate with my mum per se, but I have one that I really associate with my grandma, which is the specific smell of jumpers and M and S, which she manages to retain on all of her clothing long beyond wearing it, and still smells like she's just bought it from M and S. Chanel number five, <laughs> because. Um, and I associate it with her because she always seemed to spray loads of it on before we went on a long car journey. And I hate the smell of it. It's the most revolting smell ever. Ugh, it's horrible. And she, she, I've just got memories of long car journeys to either the Highlands of Scotland or South Wales. I mean, stuck in a car with her for hours on end and just this strong, horrible smell. It's like she'd had a bath in it and then got in the car and it, it's like, that's not a very nice association, but that's that's the smell I associate with her. <laughs> it's Chanel number five that I hate, but I love my mum. <laughs> so probably like the smells of paper and card and glue. Um, she's usually covered in some sort of glue from something she's been making. So I think that's what I would associate with my mum. Sunday roast. Sunday roast smell. She was always in charge of the cooking, so yeah, definitely food. Sunday rest. Um, Vanderbilt, because she always uses that and only uses that. So whenever I give her a hug, I get a whiff of Vanderbilt. Milky instant coffee sort of smell. Next up, I'm going to talk about a scent that I can really, really get excited about. This is PG 16.1, Bois Naufrage, from the Stalwart, amazing perfumer, Pierre Guillaume. And I'd like to apologise to Pierre, firstly, for murdering how I say his name, because my French is appalling. So I'm sure I've pronounced that badly. But this guy is one of my favourite perfumers. I think the things that they produce are accessible and a really great way into niche scents if you're new to them because their fragrances are so approachable and friendly and easy to wear and they've got such a vast range that it's really exciting to me Um, and certainly when I came to niche PG were one of the companies that I came to first just because they're such an easy way in. They also don't get the recognition that they deserve. Some of their perfumes are, are truly spectacular. Bonifrage has to be one of those. Bonifrage has been around since about 2010, so for a little while now. And Pierre went through a phase where he reformulated and repackaged everything and then gave everything a number. But Bonifrage is one of the scents that remained unchanged through that. So before we get really stuck into the review, I'd like to just take a moment to briefly describe the methods we employ at the sniff in order to write a review. I don't generally look up anything about the perfume before I test it and that includes the notes that are listed in the scent. Um, The reason for that is that I really want to come to the perfume unbiased by what I think I should be detecting um, rather than what the, the scent actually smells like. I really want to keep that as pure and unclouded as possible. With that in mind I was very pleasantly surprised when I wrote extensive notes on Bois and then began my research on it. Pierre took his inspiration for this fragrance from a photograph by Lucien Clerc, which is entitled Naked in Driftwood. 
This image is of a woman lying naked on a driftwood log. And my honest-to-goodness notes to what this perfume smells of include breezes off the sea, playful, sensual, naked skin and light woods. In other words, it smells exactly like you would imagine from the picture. And to do that, to evoke that image without me ever having ever seen it or having ever read those notes, is incredibly clever. There's something wonderfully cerebral about trying to describe a scent using words that in itself is trying to describe a visual image, which itself describes a moment in time. It puts you into this wonderful mind loop that I just love. So the notes that are listed for Bois Naufrage are fig tree, salt crystals, a fougere accord, a vetiver fraction and ambergris. The initial burst of this perfume is light, delicate florals like tulip and peony, that end of the spectrum, nothing too heavy. There's a definite hit of light, warm wood and a green, almost gourmandy-like note. It reminds me of the scent of rain on foliage. It's fig, but it isn't the sticky, heavy, fruity scent that you might imagine. Nor is it the overly green scent that you get sometimes with fig-based perfumes. There is a green touch to it, but it's so lightly done that it's reminiscent of the scent of the foliage of the fig tree brought in off the breeze. So if you don't normally like fig scents, don't be put off by its inclusion here at all, because it's this is not your regular fig. The heart of this perfume is foliage after a rainstorm. It's not quite the sort of petrichor smell, it's much softer than that. But it's wet leaves and flower buds, it's transparent, it's warm, it's floral, and it never strays into being cloying. After I first smelt it, I immediately thought of walking out into the garden after an early summer shower and sniffing the peony buds that grow there. In the base of this scent, there's a fresh, almost vegetable-type note, very subtly, like the smell on someone's skin when they've been outside in the fresh air all day and they come inside. The sea breezes come through here too, a real mineral accord, which is just glorious. The freshness is held in place by the gentle florals, and at the very end of the perfume, it becomes almost powdery. It reminds me very much of clean skin after a shower. The perfume oozes elegance and class. It's confident without shouting. It's sexy without being brash or vulgar. It's green without being over the top. It's floral. It's definitely quite subtle, but in a beautiful way. Its simplicity is really deceptive and it totally draws the wearer in. As I've worn this more, I pick up more of the vanilla notes in the base and they're just also really attractive and really enticing to wear. Bois Frage is an incredibly easy perfume to wear. Having this quality of being light, airy and transparent and a little bit woody and a little bit green and a little bit floral. It's a great perfume for people who like the warmth of florals but find them too heavy sometimes. I felt it would be best worn in spring and summer when the warmth of your own skin will allow it to shine. But equally, if you wore it in autumn or winter, it would remind you of those sunny, summery days. The longevity of the scent is moderate. Um, It was still detectable at lunch from an early morning application. But I can completely understand that in this composition, to add anything to fix it for longer would upset the subtle, beautiful creation that Pierre's brought out. If you liked this scent, you may want to check out Pluie de Soleil by Fadon, the sister brand to PG. What smell do you associate with your dad? Um, old Spice. Uh, Wright's Coal Tar Soap. A proper carbolic acid, we're not messing around, get yourself clean smell. 
I associate with him with a kind of cleaning product smell because he has his own cleaning business. So specifically like wood polish, I would associate with him. Um, Dad would be um, like engine oil. So he's really into like mending cars and like he's always got these one of these like blue overall like the engineers wear and mechanics wear and like yeah so like engine grease engine oil that kind of smell like outdoorsy like that smell of like working outdoors with my dad (laughs) it's either brute brute for men or um incense because he loves a bit of an incense in his shed in the garden grass mud like 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 when you he used to take me to the football and when we play football you're covered in like muck and grass and yeah that that'd be the smell that's associated with dad um he doesn't smoke cigars anymore but he used to so when i smell cigar smoke it does make me think of my dad I purchased a decant of Baldafreak at my own cost in order to review it. And I also purchased a sample of Boinafrage. I subsequently purchased a full bottle of Boinafrage at my own cost. Baldafreak by Byrodo is available from larger department stores, for example, Liberties in London. The Pierre Guillaume fragrances are available from Bloom Perfumery in London. Check out their website for more details, bloomperfume.co.uk. You can buy Byrodo fragrances from byrodo.co.uk, that's B-Y-R-E-D-O.co.uk. And you can also buy, and you can buy Pierre Guillaume fragrances from pierreguillaumeparis.com, which is P-I-E-R-R-E-G-U-I-L-L-A-U-M-E-P-A-R-I-S.com. The Sniff is written and presented by me, Nicola Thomas, with music by Phil Collingwood. You can find all our reviews online at the-sniff.com. We're also on Instagram at the Sniff website and Twitter with the same handle. We'd love it if you give us a like. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs>